How do you find your niche? If you're in business, you're building a business online and you're creating content, it only takes a little while for you to realize if you talk to everyone or try to talk to everyone, you talk to no one. And so a very effective niche and a very compelling message is what's necessary if you're creating content, if you're building an audience, and if you're selling something. So why is it that many coaches or especially people in the spiritual community are launching a business, why is it that their message is broad, it's vague, and it's nebulous? Why is that? Not only is it gonna, you're gonna struggle to get engagement, but also it's very unclear in yourself on what you do, how you solve problems, and who you serve. So what I thought I'd do is I put together a bit of a live coaching call with Parul Sharma here. Parul had these exact same challenges, struggles with the niche, struggles with creating an effective message. And what you're about to tune into is a conversation to help create a lot of clarity and a lot of insight and a lot of guidance. And so as I ask Parul these questions, you can ask them yourself, start to find your, your niche and start to find your effective and compelling messaging for that audience. So what you're gonna learn here is one, the inner conflicts, the inner conflicts that need to be overcome in order for you to have clarity around your niche. Two, obviously, what is an effective niche? What is an effective way in which you can describe who it is you serve? And three, the compelling content. How to create a message and compelling content, and especially the structure of the message that is most compelling to your audience. So it's here and in the Serving Circle where you help elevate consciousness through spiritual business success. So if you are a spiritual entrepreneur, be sure to subscribe support the content, reach out to Parul if you have uh, any questions or if you want to connect with her and I'll see you on Facebook in the Serving Circle where you can start collaborating with your soul tribe. Let's dive in. Hello and welcome to the Awaken Your Business podcast. My name's Tyson Sharp and if it's also your mission to heighten consciousness, yes, you are a light worker. And it's in this podcast where you execute that heart's mission by integrating your spiritual and business growth. This is what I call stepping into the role of the heart-centered CEO. This is the version of you who knows the numbers, you know how to grow an audience, you know how to create more impact and more income, but every business strategy is done through the filter of love, compassion, consciousness, and contribution. So when you're ready, take a deep breath, and I'll see you on the inside. So welcome everyone. We got Parul here, and I'm thinking of doing these a bit more because Parul and I have been in a bit of a chat back and forth. And whenever I'm texting someone or messaging someone, I always like to get on a chat. And when I get on a chat, some awesome stuff comes up. And I'm always in the back of my head thinking if, if this is uploaded as a podcast, if this is live streamed, if this is whatever, then it'd be good for everyone to get some insights in terms of questions we can ask ourselves around business understanding the types of challenges that come up and what's blocking us and start to start to detach from those, start to get a fresh perspective. So what I thought we'd do is we'd jump on and we jump on uh, jump live on Facebook and so everyone can say hi and everyone can share their support uh, for Parul in the, in, the, in the comments. But also this is uh, the type of podcast episode I want to do more often. So we just jump on a chat, do a little bit of live coaching and the questions that I can ask 
and the insights that we can reach can also benefit you, especially if you're coming into some challenges with your messaging, with your niche, with creating content, right? Any of the fears and doubts and worries and concerns that come up along the way, I thought we'd have this chat. But Parul, how are you doing? Uh, I'd love to give you the space if you want to share a bit about what you do as a, as a coach, and then we'll discuss some of the challenges that are coming up for you, the main challenges. So go for it. Thanks, Dyson. So hi, everyone. Um, I'm Farul, and I am a confidence and mindset coach. And I like to work with driven, sensitive souls who have a little bit of self-doubt, you know, who um, are maybe struggling with um, worthiness issues or just need a little bit of confidence to really step up into their power and um, show up better in their relationships or their career and, you know, like just overall in life. So that's a little bit about my work. Um, I'm a life coach. I've also recently finished my training in NLP and EFT, which is Emotional Freedom Technique or Tapping, uh, which most of you must be aware of. Um, yeah, and I like to incorporate these techniques in my coaching to really delve into the emotions or the brain patterns that might be holding people back. Beautiful. Awesome. Yeah. So when it comes to particular, particular challenges, let's get an understanding. How long have you, how long have you been in business have been doing content, mm -hmm. you know, putting out offers for your, for your, uh, for your programs. Where are you yeah. at with the, where are you at with the journey? So I'm very new to the journey and um, I have, I sort of like finished my coaching courses like late last year. And that's when I started to launch my business. So I've been like full fledged with like my website and social transforming and everything. It's been like three months. And I've worked with five clients so far and uh, I've worked with a couple of other like pro bono clients as well. Um, and at this stage, I guess my main focus has been to see the kind of patterns that I'm attracting in clients. So mm -hmm. I can then begin to refine what sort of people, what, what sort of pe um, people am I able to help? Like what sort of problems am I able to help with? And um, I guess also how is that reflecting back to where I need to heal and then refine my niche? Mm. Um, yeah, does that answer your question? That's cool. It's a very in-depth, uh, <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a very deep way of, of understanding the coaching journey. It's sort of saying, okay. okay, well, as I go on the coaching journey and as, as I grow as a business owner and as a coach, what am I, what, what in my clients are reflecting to me and how mm. is that helping me understand more about my healing journey so that it can flow through with my niche. And what, what everyone's sort of finding is that it's sort of just like this, it's a cycle. It's not that you all of a sudden get this perfect message and perfect niche. And then all of a sudden, oh, because I found this thing, now I'm off to the races and now everyone you know um, my social media is at a million followers and all of a sudden i'm generating all this income it literally is the test and tweak and evolution as you go on the journey so first of all it's a pat on the back moment for you to say hey i've i've, I've done you know coach five clients and you've done pro bonos and you're getting out there and you're coaching people and learning along the way that's where i find most people have the challenge they're like oh i need to find all this perfect stuff and once I have all my 
ducks lined up and I've got everything clear, then I can start to coach or put out an offer. And it's like, no, no, you have to put out an offer and start coaching people and put out content and get in the game for you to learn what you need to learn to, to understand the message and understand your niche right, as you evolve. So how do you feel about that? Um, yeah, I couldn't agree more, Tyson. So I do want to say that, you know, when I started, I obviously, there was this part of me which wanted to be comfortable, which was like, no, let me figure everything out. Let me define everything. That's when I go to the market. That's when I work with people. That's when I start putting myself on social media. Uh, but then the one thing that stuck with me from one of my coaching courses was to choose courage over confidence. and that has been my pillar for literally just pushing myself where I can to be like, no, I'm going to take messy action and I'm going to learn on the way. And then that's also in turn helped me start to shed this layer of perfectionism and which, you know, which comes with like that fear that I'm going to sit here and not do anything. So yeah. So I completely agree. Like, I feel like being on the journey, learning while you're doing these things is the best thing. Mm, well done. Kudos, huge kudos and kudos for being here for sharing your journey and being open and vulnerable and honest. Cause I know that's a big challenge, but clearly you're choosing courage over that confidence <laughs> and, and, and certainty and safety. Uh, so why don't you explain what are some of the major challenges that you're running up against when you're launching your business and we'll see what we can uh, we'll see what we can pick apart and start solving thank you um i think one of them is definitely like i said getting more and more clarity on my niche because um within me i sometimes feel this thing uh, which i'm sure a lot of people might be able to relate to that i'm sometimes saying something on social media, which I wish was clearer and more directed to a target audience. Um, so I feel like if I have that crystal clear clarity, then I will be able to focus my efforts so much more and I would be able to reach the right people faster. So that's definitely a big one. Um, and the second is also, again, you know, like, because it's, because it's just starting out. I sometimes hold myself back and I want to reach out to more people and network and um, mingle and kind of like just collaborate. But there's this part of me which can sometimes be like, oh, but I don't have that much experience or oh, like people have been in business for 10, 15 years and what do I have to contribute? So working on myself on that, but also being able to reach, again, reach out to the right people. Beautiful. So it's mostly clarity on your niche. First of all, you've overcome a big limiting belief that many people have around niching because they feel like the more they niche down and they get specific on who they help on the problem they solve and the outcome and transformation they help people achieve. The more I get specific about that, I'm leaving everyone else out. Mm. Right? And, and it's a, it yeah. is a limiting belief because everyone who's been in the game for a while knows that you try to reach everyone and you reach no one. It's like standing in the yeah. middle of a, a busy train uh, train station platform and everyone's just super busy and you're just like, hey, everyone, look, listen to me. I've got something important to say. <laughs> and everyone's like, I'm going on with my day. I don't need, yeah. uh, I don't know why I should be listening to you. 
But if you were to stand, if you were to stand on a box at the same busy platform and you yell out Steve, there's probably <laughs> going to be a few people that turn around, right? Because you're very specific, yeah. very targeted in an environment that's very busy. And that's the online platform. Online is very, very busy. We need to be very selective and we're unconsciously very selective about what content we listen to, what content we watch and what we pay attention to. And so the, so it's, mm. it's a, for you to, you've overcome that limitation when you said the more specific I can be, the more people I can help, the more specific mm. I can be, the more people will become attracted to me. And therefore my momentum builds from there. So very well done with that. Yeah. <laughs> and then you're also asking questions around, well, how do you, how do you really get out there? And how do you, if you're just starting out, how do you have that sort of starting momentum when there's not a lot of experience to back up on, um, and, and sort of overcoming those doubts as well. My first question would be that everyone can ask themselves if they're listening as well, is the energy that you're providing to this challenge. So the energy that we're providing to the challenge is what's going to allow the level of resourcefulness to flow through. So some people may be very broad, nebulous and vague with their niche and they realize, oh, that's where I'm a very, I'm not very clear and therefore I'm not getting a lot of attention and their energy towards it is, oh my God, I need to find this message. And if I don't find this message, I'm not going to work. It's not going to work out. Therefore, I'm going to go broke or therefore I'm going to end up a failure. Therefore, I'm going to be judged. And so they feel like there's this energy of desperation or stress or worry, right? Mm. So my question would be, what's the energy you're providing to the niche? What's the energy you're providing to this challenge in, in solving it? Is there any sort of resistance there? Is there any uncomfortable emotions coming up? What are you feeling? Right. Um, great question. Um, can it be, well, I think it's a, it's a bit, it's like in waves sometimes. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah, so sometimes it is like I'm really confident and I'm like, this is what I want to say, this is what I'm saying, putting it out there. Um, and it gets no engagement. And then I'm like, okay, what happened here? So like I've been testing out different types of content reels, all of that since last two months. And, um, and that, when that happens, that gives me this energy of, that makes me feel like this fear of judgment mm -hmm. um, from my audience. And I'm like, oh my gosh, they're going to think that I don't know what I'm talking about or what if all these people then don't like me and then I make a fool out of myself. Yeah. So, yeah. Great. Awesome. And then when that happens, I give myself like a day or two off social media and I'm like, okay, I don't want to go out there in this desperate or strange energy mm -hmm. and then talk more. Beautiful. And I can't tell you how common this is with <laughs> so many people. So you're, you're, you have a very heightened level of awareness to be able to, to be able to know this. Normally this is a lot of this is unconscious, but this is, you were leading to my next question, which is what's the, the, the deepest fear here? Cause that will help us identify the energy you're bringing to the, the challenge. So for example, if people have the fear of judgment saying, Oh my God, my audience isn't going to know what I'm, you know, is going to think, Oh my gosh, she doesn't know what she's talking about. Right. And they're going to, they're going to judge me. They're going to leave me. 
they're gonna whatever can you feel can you sense this inner this inner child within yourself this pattern of i don't want people to leave me i don't want to i don't want people to judge me like what do you think what do you think the biggest fear is there in the fact that putting yourself out there and being judged what do you think what do you think the fear is i think i've been thinking about this i think my fear is fear of being left lonely Mm -hmm. like people abandoning me like you said and then feeling like no one loves me (laughs) no one likes me yeah so this is why this is so important and this is why on the business journey you're very aware that it's also a self-healing journey right before I do this, this is probably why you're called to it. You're called to put yourself out there and build a business because life's saying, hey, there's something in here you're, you're needing to see. There's something in here you're, you're ready to heal from. And that's these, mm. that's these inner patterns, these inner traumas and wounds where growing up, you, you learned, hey, if I stand out and I'm judged, I'm going to be abandoned. Yes. So I might as yeah. well stick in with the crowd i might as well be very vanilla right not be Mm. polarizing and all of a sudden i can be safe if i'm safe I can yes yeah there's this sense of safety in being like everyone else and just being in that crowd because no one's looking at you separately no one's like judging you for you standing out yeah and it's kept you safe and it's and we can send love to this side of us and appreciation to this side of us this inner five-year-old who learned hey we need to not stand out because if we do we're going to get abandoned and now you're evolving your consciousness and your awareness to a level that says hey i now know that's no longer serving me and so now life's guiding you to build a business create some content and get out there in a way that's on a larger scale and in a way that's more polarizing and in a way that's more of your heart so that this side of you can be seen and healed. This pattern can be seen and healed, right? Yeah. Cause can you, ima- can you imagine how much empowerment you feel when you can create a video or a piece of content and share whatever you want to share that's on your heart and not fear mm-hmm. the abandonment, not fear the withdrawal yeah. of love. Mm-hmm. That's really what's on the other side of this. Yes. Makes sense? Completely. Oh, I completely agree. Yes, makes sense. Cool. So let's yeah. just for a let's just for a couple of minutes lean into that because this <laughs> is what's going to offer a lot of internal resourcefulness. So deeper level of clarity and love and appreciation and playfulness, whatever whatever's necessary to solve this challenge is on the other side of holding space for this pattern. All right. So if you were to take a deep breath right now and tap into this inner five-year-old who feels scared of being abandoned, if you are, if you imagine the feeling of sending out a post or a video and people not liking it, what does that feel like in your body? It feels like, like a contraction. Okay, great. And where do you where do you feel where do you feel the contraction in your shoulders or head or chest, stomach, solar plexus, legs? Where do you feel it? My yeah, my chest and solar plexus both. Okay, great. So like yeah, like this part. Beautiful. So what we're gonna do is now just breathe deep. 
and just welcoming that emotion, welcoming the sensation. Allow it to contract as much as it needs to. Just breathe with it, knowing that this fear, this sensation, this vibration is coming up because it's ready to be seen and ready to be healed. And all that needs to happen for it to be healed is for it to be seen without resistance and without judgment. So another way of doing that is sending compassion to this side of you by feeling it fully, by giving yourself permission to feel this in your solar plexus or chest and just allowing the sensation to be there, allowing the emotion to be there. So in your chest, what do you notice? Is it contracting, moving, pulsating? What, do you, what else do you notice in terms of physical sensations in your body? Um, it's like pulsating and contracting. Okay, beautiful. But as I'm breathing into it, it's beginning to relax. Yeah. Okay, great. So just continue to breathe. So as you just allowed to be there, I'll explain a few things. One of them is for you to recognize how powerful you are from realizing this is a, a pattern that's been with you for a very long time. And the fact that you're able to welcome it in, feel it and allow it to start dissipating in the matter of seconds gives you an indication of how powerful you and your spirit and soul is in the healing of this, in the healing of anything. So as you welcome it, what you'll notice is you're the observer of this. You're now the observer of the pattern. You're the observer of the five-year-old. You're the observer of the, the, that side of you who fears abandonment rather than believing the story rather than operating from that level of consciousness, you've heightened your level of consciousness where you can observe this pattern and send it love. And you can send it love and hold space for it by feeling it in your body and giving yourself permission to feel uncomfortable, giving yourself permission to feel tightness in your chest or emptiness in your stomach or heaviness in your shoulders or however these uncomfortable emotions manifest. So how do you feel? What are you noticing as you breathe deep? What are you feeling? Yeah, I'm feeling much more relaxed now. It's like when I started talking about it, I could feel all of that in my body and um, it's beginning to go away. Yeah. And um, yeah, and what the message that's coming up is really just um, that these feelings will always stay, but all I have to do is observe them, acknowledge them and keep moving. Beautiful. Now here's the crazy part. In your business journey, if you weren't doing this work at some level, you would not be posting, not be getting out there, not be reaching out for collaborations because at some level you don't want to feel this feeling. Mm. But what happens when you give yourself permission to feel it and you send love to the side of you who has that belief? it starts to dissipate. Yeah, not a big deal anymore. Yeah, exactly. So that's what a lot of people um, who are doing this work realize they're like, Oh, whenever I'm not doing something in business, whether it's my messaging or my marketing or, or getting out there, what it is, is me avoiding an emotion, it's me avoiding a sensation in my body. Or there's a tightness in your chest, emptiness in your stomach, whatever it may be. So you feel free to open your eyes. 
and continue to breathe. <laughs> and whatever you whatever you feeling along the way, just give yourself permission, permission to feel that knowing mm -hmm. these are the patterns that are coming up because they're coming out. And they only come out if they're fully felt and held space for. Mm, yeah. So, so yeah, so at some level beforehand, you would have been creating a post or doing some sort of content or trying to figure out your niche mm -hmm. because you don't want to be abandoned yes <laughs> because you don't want to feel abandoned what happens if you just yeah. give yourself permission to feel abandoned and you love the side of you that fears abandonment doesn't matter then i'm not scared of anyone judging me or anyone saying yes. anything now what will flow through you in that vibration what will flow through you in terms of higher level clarity insight love compassion, playfulness. Just the most authentic things that need to come out is the most authentic, honest message instead of me polishing it or sugarcoating it for people to like it and for people to <laughs> like me in, yes. as a result. Yeah. How do you feel about you now? Um, I feel really light and I also feel very more, more confident. Yes. So I feel like I'm ready to go post now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We'll, we'll, we'll hold off on a second. We'll finish the podcast episode. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, we, uh, but this is really important because as you, if you are able to post, most people, they're trying to be authentic. And because they think, if I'm authentic, I'm going to get more reach. If I'm more authentic, I'm going to get more posts. I'm going to get more likes, more engagement, more views if I'm authentic. So then they try to craft their authenticity in a way where they're still attached to the outcome. Right? Mm, yes. Yeah. I, I've been there. Yeah. <laughs> People can still feel that and it's still not coming from an energy of your, your real authenticity, right? Your mm. real love, your real compassion. What, what's going to allow you to your real self to show up is when you're not attached emotionally to the outcome. You can still be excited about the outcome of nailing your niche, creating content that is really engaging, building an audience, getting more clients, making more money. And all of that can be really exciting and you can feel excited about it. The difference is, are you emotionally attached to it, right? Is, is creating more engagement and more clients and more money allowing you to feel inherently more worthy or more safe or more lovable, all those different things. That's when you're attached to the outcome. So you'll do whatever's necessary to achieve the outcome because that all of a sudden is your God. Your goal is now your God mm -hmm. instead of you. Mm -hmm. True. So how I think, I, well, I feel like this is a bit paradoxical in my head right now. So how do, I feel like even if I'm being authentic, mm -hmm. I like in the moment when I'm sharing the message, I'm being authentic, let's say, but then there would be a moment at one point whether my post does very well, doesn't do very well, where I would sit and question, okay, I was authentic in this, or this is, I really meant it, but I didn't get anything or, or it, I didn't do that well. So then am I, and I know I'm still attached to the outcome there, but then how do I then become unattached to the outcome? Yeah, cool, 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 good question. So to become detached from the outcome, 
there's, the, there's, there's multiple levels here. One of them, we can obviously talk strategy, social media, posting. There are some things to do with, uh, there are some things to do with creating um, content, creating structure around it and, and using the algorithm. They're more of the tactical things. And one of my clients, one of my clients had a post um, a few months ago and, um, and she posted and I saw it and it only had one like, and that was me. And so yeah. what I, I, what I got her to do is I, I said, Hey, I got, we got on a quick call and I said, Hey, uh, if you want to take some recommendations, if you're open to it, then here's what I would do. Delete the post mm. and rewrite it in this way. And mm. I got her to do a few things. She did that and it got hundreds of pieces of engagement. There was over a hundred <laughs> likes, you know, 50, 60, 70 comments. And mm. so there are some things you can do in terms of structure and strategy as well. Mm, okay. So that's cool. Your questions around the inner work, which is your detachment from it as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, when you're, so the way I sort of see it is it's just an unfolding of awareness. It's impossible for you to become completely aware of everything that you're attached to. You're not meant to, mm. you can trust life to present you with what you're attached to and what you're willing to work on next. So yeah. as things come to you, you will start to, you, all you, all you do is just, you work through what is presented with you organically. So mm. how you get a detached from the outcome is asking these specific questions. We, we just ask you in terms of what's your biggest fear here? Oh, I fear I'm going to, mm. people are going to judge me. I'm going to get abandoned. If no one likes this post, it's embarrassing, whatever it may be. And then for you to say, okay, let me breathe for a moment. Let me do some, an inner meditation and give myself permission to feel embarrassed or abandoned mm -hmm. or um, if people don't like me. And you, you hold space for that emotion and you allow that pattern to heal exactly what you just did here in a matter, matter of seconds, right? Mm. And then you can post. Imagine posting, sharing something from your heart in a way that's vulnerable or open or authentic while it also gives value and it's also very clear within a message and you don't care if people like it or not. You, or you care if people like it or not, but you're not emotionally attached to it, right? right. My question is, if you were to breathe in that scenario, just breathe in that scenario and imagine that, does that feel empowering or disempowering? Oh, that's super empowering. Yes. Now ask yourself yeah. the question, imagine posting pressing send or pressing post or whatever the, whatever the button says these days. <laughs> and imagine your worthiness or your happiness and joy attached to the outcome of that post. Does that feel empowering or disempowering? Super dis disempowering. Yes. So life is yeah. always guiding you on the spiritual journey for you to reclaim that empowerment. Mm. So part of your spirit and soul is attached to that energy signature of how well this post is going to go. And so mm. life will always guide you to reclaiming that power or calling back your soul and spirit that's been going towards that outcome. And that's why your question's a good one. And that's why organically we can just see, oh, what am I attached to? What, what are my fears? Right. And I, I call this a fear jar. It's the acronym of what are your fears? What are your judgments? 
What are you attached to? And where are you in resistance to life? So you can ask yourself those questions and say, okay, what's presenting itself to me, right? And as it's presented to you, you can say, oh, that's what I need to work on now. That's now super triggering. And it's providing a lot of emotional animation around it, a lot of emotional intensity. So there's something there for me to reclaim. Mm -hmm. So do you have any questions on that? How are you feeling? No, I love that. That's amazing. That's actually, um, yeah, I mean, I'm feeling great because I feel like now I've got a tool to sink into when I feel that way. Yes. Um, and it's, um, it sounds really good because I feel like when we're feeling like that, like obviously I've been there when I'm like, I posted something, hasn't got a response and it's been on my mind for a while. And I'm like, but why am I giving it so much energy? Why am I spending so much time thinking about it? But instead of that, if I drop in and check in with myself and try to understand what's happening here, what am I expecting from other people? And then I give myself that reassurance mm -hmm. and I reason that out with myself, then it dissolves. Yes. <laughs> the reason, yeah, so reason why this is important, well, you can, you can see why life is always guiding you towards your empowerment as long as you're doing as long as you call to it and do this work. So it would not have been helpful for me to give you some strategies and then all of a sudden your content gets a lot of engagement and you're still attached to it, right? Mm -hmm. It wouldn't be serving you at your highest because I would have just been, I would have just been, it's almost like uh, if someone's a drug addict, it's like, oh, I'll just <laughs> give them all the drugs. They're happy, yeah. right? They're happy. They, they've got all the drugs, yeah. but if it's not serving this, the, the expansion of their soul, then it's not in their highest expansion. Mm -hmm. So we need to work first on the inner, where, what am I attached to? So I can reclaim my soul and my spirit, therefore my empowerment. And then mm -hmm. as you feel empowered and you feel just as loved, just as safe, just as divine, just as enough, regardless of what the post does or your social media or the, or the bank account, think of what flows through you then. Think of how much you can now be an example for people Think of now how much, how much more clarity you have on how you can serve. Think of the depth of content you can create. Think of the amount of uh, the, the, the shifts and transformations you can create for your clients from that place, right? Mm. It all starts from that level of empowerment. So do you have any questions there? Um. Not really. Um, no, I think not right now. Okay, great. Awesome. <laughs> so now you can start creating content really more and more and more from your heart and more and more from your authenticity. And it won't have the energy like I need you to like me. Mm. Right. That's when people can start yeah. feeling more safe and open and vulnerable with you. Yeah. So just, sorry, one question is coming up for me now, Tyson. Um, now let's say if I'm creating content from a place of as authentic as I can be, then is that still, I guess, related to my niching it down? Then you know how when we come to a niche, then we start to create content that speaks to that niche. Mm -hmm. And sometimes we may hold back on saying something which truly is coming through us because that then that, that doesn't align to your market 
Yeah. Well, this is a, it's an art form. It's, it's a, it's a skill and an art form where there's no right or wrong. There's no clear guidelines and boundaries and things you can do and can't do. Um, so there is a little bit of testing and tweaking here, but it is a good question. Um, in order to answer that question, we really need to have a clear specific niche so that we can answer that because then we can see if it makes makes sense now we can get some clarity on your niche here where i can just ask some simple questions and you can start to think about it more and more because your niche will evolve and expand as you mm -hmm. evolve and expand um but here's the challenge that most people have when i when, sort of similar to what i was explaining before is most people have a niche and it's and a, and their messaging is very vague very broad very nebulous Right. In terms of mm -hmm. I help women become more self-empowered uh, so they can uh, they can go, follow their divine path and, and feel more self-love mm. or whatever, whatever it is. And it doesn't really make any sense to someone who's in a problem. And the way they would describe a problem, what mm. really aligns with people is when someone says it's for this person in the way they describe themselves. And they describe a problem in a way they would describe it. And then they give a particular outcome and transformation that they want. Within all of that, if you can describe a vehicle or a method in which gets you from A to B that is compelling, then that's when you have your messaging. So your messaging is the who, so it's the person, it's the problem, it's the outcome and transformation that you help them with. And if you have a vehicle or a method or a, uh, you know, the, the particular way in which you get them from A to B, mm -hmm. then that's really, that, that's when it becomes really, really empowering. Wow. So this is something that many people are like, oh my God, if as long as I figure this out, then I'll be <laughs> enough. Or as long as I figure this out, then I'll be okay. But what I really want to highlight here is that your niche is already inside you. The messaging, who aligns with you, the, the, the problems that you feel called to solve, the outcomes, transformations that you feel called to help people create, it's all in you and it's all in you right now. It's just a matter of exploring that and, and, um, and making and, and sort of discovering it on the journey, but it's in you already. It's not out there that you need to figure out and find, it's already in you. Right. You have a soul and you have soul contracts. You have soul journey that you're on of how to contribute in this world. That's already in you. So you can feel the confidence or the certainty that it's not something that's out there that you can't find and it's out of your control. It's totally within your control. It's just all in here. Mm -hmm. So if I was to ask you a particular person that you either feel called to help or that you that really resonates with you? Is there a specific person um, that comes to mind? Um, yes, one of my clients, yeah. Okay, cool. Awesome. Now, when you come up with a way they would describe themselves, are they working in any particular industry? Is there any characteristics about them that, that stand out? Like, is there, is there a sort of way in which they would describe themselves that, that would make sense? 
Yeah, so she is very career focused, very driven. She's working in um, city planning, um, very creative, but um, she also describes herself as very, very logical and someone who can tend to get stuck in the details of things. Okay, cool. Uh, yeah. Awesome. Now, what's the particular challenge or problem that they're facing? The problem is that she feels very disempowered in life mm -hmm. and she wants to feel like an adult. She's like 35 years old, wants to feel like an adult, wants to stand up for herself and speak her mind in her relationship with her in-laws, with her parents, with her friends and live a very free life. Mm -hmm. Cool. So that's the outcome. That's the transformation that she wants to create for herself is living a free life. The problem is what the problem is that she doesn't feel like she has her freedom to express herself cool. around her family okay great so here's the question everyone can ask themselves if you have a particular problem that's pretty vague or pretty nebulous so if someone's to say hey i help you solve the problem of not being able to speak your truth people are like what does that mean? <laughs> but here's the question you can ask yourself so that you can clarify. You can clarify in a way that's received in a better way. And that is, how does that manifest in their life? So when you have someone who has trouble speaking up, they can't share their truth, they can't stand in their power, mm -hmm. how does that manifest in their life? How does it manifest in terms of uh, external tangible ways when it's whether whether it's to do with their career right whether it's to do with their business their finances with their relationships with their health right with their with their spiritual development how does that manifest in their life so you might say oh they're not sleeping or they they have they they fight with their um partner a lot or they just can't speak up at that in that board meeting or they uh they, they're scared to ask for that promotion that they know they need and want Right. So how, how, what are some ways in which that would tangibly externally manifest in their life if they can't feel like they can speak up and share their truth? Do you want me to answer that? Yeah. So she can't, um, she has a very love-hate relationship with her parents. Um, it's the same with her mother-in-law where she feels, um, like she can't say what she wants to say. Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. So, yeah. Awesome. So let's just go with this. All we'll do is we'll just go with a, uh, you don't have to choose anything, but we'll go on an example so that you can sort of see how this looks and how much it makes mm -hmm. total sense. Because if you have a program, an online course, a group program, coaching one-on-one, -on -one, you know, an ebook, whatever you're releasing as a freebie or tool, whatever, Let's just say you have something where like, hey, I'm going to help you develop self-love so you can feel more empowered. And people are like, cool, I don't know what that means. It sounds nice. <laughs> but hey, I've got this issue with my in-laws. Mm. What about if you had a six-week course where, the, where the, the problem that you solve is if you're having issues with your in-laws, if, you if, if there's tension and stress with your in-laws and people are like, oh, my God, I know exactly if that's for me or not. 
And if it's, if it's not for me, I'd probably know someone to send you away because it's very, it's very tangible, specific problem. Now let's just follow it. Obviously you don't have to choose this, but we'll follow it as an example. And you can start to mm. use the structure of this in your own way. But mm -hmm. if they have that specific problem, what do you think the outcome may be? What do you think the transformation may be that they really do want to invest in? The transformation would be for them to not be afraid of what they want to say. And I mean, I think a big thing has been to always speak her mind so she can get what she wants. Mm -hmm. And another one would be to be able to create boundaries mm -hmm. where they get their personal space, like metaphorically and physically. Mm -hmm. um, like a big thing with this particular client was that she didn't have, she was not never allowed, like she, she just couldn't have her separate house. So she was living with the mom-in-law and she was always struggling with the space mentally and physically. And now she's been able to manifest that space for herself and she's very happy. Okay, cool. Um, one thing we'll do, let's um let's let's not focus on the client in particular let's focus okay. on let's focus on uh if if a particular if a particular audience or a particular niche let's say anyone would have trouble setting if they have um if they have issues with in-laws mm. so just anyone a general person has a trouble with their in-laws and they have stress mm. and they have worry and there's tension with their in-laws what do you think uh what do you think that the outcome, what do you think the transformation they would want? What do you think that would be? They could transform this into a loving relationship. Yes. Uh, yeah. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Why is that? Why is that important for them? Because it matters to their partner. Yes. And yeah. Cool. Now you also highlighted what might be you could use as a vehicle, which is setting healthy boundaries. Hmm. So let me go on a bit of a riff and you can, and you can see how this makes sense. And everyone listening, notice how this makes more sense than a very vague, broad, nebulous message. So if you're, if you're a woman and you're, you have tension between you and your in-laws, you feel, and you feel stressed with your in-laws, I'm thinking about creating a program that's going to help you find more love and experience more love and more peace within your whole family because here's what most people are doing they're trying to build relationships with their in-laws in a way that's in a way where they're just trying to please their husband and they're just trying to they're just trying to uh they're just trying to please everyone while not sharing their truth and while you do that you're not feeling the peace and the harmony that you want with your partner. But if you are to create a loving relationship with your in-laws, where there's a lot of peace and love, your, the experience you'll feel with your partner will go to a new level because you'll be able to embrace all of him. And how we do that is by setting healthy boundaries. Most people don't set healthy boundaries. And if you don't set healthy boundaries, then 
you don't feel in control. You don't feel in control and you don't feel in control of how you feel. It's only through setting healthy boundaries with love that you get your space while also sending them love and, and giving them freedom. If you're interested in this six week course on how to do it, contact me, comment below, whatever the call to action is. So can you see how that makes more sense? Can you see how that is more easy to understand and compelling rather than a vague nebulous term? Mm. Absolutely. That's like magic. <laughs> it's so, yeah, it would resonate with everyone it needs to resonate with. Yeah. So here's the, here's the sort of things I covered, just so you know. I covered the person, very vague, it's for females, mm -hmm. but because the problem's so specific, that's okay. So it's for females, mm -hmm. the problem is that they're going through, uh, they're having stress with their in-laws, disharmony with their in-laws. Outcome transformation is love and peace and freedom for the, with their in-laws. Now, I also mm -hmm. highlighted why, as you did, because it's the relationship with the husband that they that matters most. The relationship with the husband is their call. That's their pull. That's their why. So that's that's really that's really um, that's really their drive. So you got to highlight the why. Mm -hmm. Why it's so important that they solve this. Then I also went into the vehicle of setting healthy boundaries as the vehicle as as the 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 method that's going to get them from A to B and why that's so important. Mm -hmm. So even just covering those things allows a marketing message to be very effective and very efficient. And I just came up with this on the spot, of course. So it can it can you know if we were to think about this over half an hour, we could flesh that out with more with more specific, yeah. specificity and, and detail. Um, but this is what anyone can do with their message. This is what anyone can do to make it to make it more easy to understand and more compelling so that when someone sees your call to action, they're like, I know I, I know I have to do this. I know this is for me. So how are you feeling? Do you have any questions about that at all? Um, I'm honestly a bit um, very surprised, pleasantly surprised by this because now that I'm looking looking at all of this, like how you've broken it down. I literally had another session with actually a friend on Friday. Uh, we were doing tapping and this was exact, this is the exact problem she had. Mm -hmm. uh, I wasn't thinking of her. So now that you've broken it down into, nation, into this nation, like this is seriously giving me some food for thought, but this was not clear to me so far. <laughs> this is almost like there's this cloud in front of me now. I'm like, I need to think about this. Um, my question definitely like, as we've narrowed this down and I can look at these points now, um, I see that fear coming out, which is that, oh, is this now becoming too narrow? So mm -hmm. I lose out on other clients that could help with self-love and drawing boundaries. Um, yeah, but intellectually, I guess I understand that <laughs> I'm not going to lose out on anything, but that fear is definitely coming up. Yeah, cool, cool. Allow it to come up. What's coming up is the fear What's coming up is the side of you who doesn't want to miss out or you don't want to make the wrong yeah. decision or, you know, you don't want to move forward with something that is a mistake or whatever, like the fears will come up. 
But once again, just at the start of the call, the fears are coming up because they're coming out. This is just more for you to hold space for, right? So there's the, there's the balance of following your heart and what feels expansive and exciting. And then also healing the uncomfortable emotion, sensations, vibrations that come up along the way. Mm-hmm. Now, not to say this needs to be your messaging, of course, like I said, this is just an example, but this is, yeah. this is a template as to what your as to what you can fit in for what is a calling mm-hmm. to you. Like I said, for example, tapping, tapping is a vehicle, mm-hmm. right? Tapping is a vehicle and a methodology and modality to help people overcome the fears and to deal with stress and to you know develop self-love and compassion for themselves right Mm -hmm. that's the vehicle now most people get in the trouble of talking too much about the vehicle they talk too much about the the about tapping or whatever modality you're Mm -hmm. using and why it's so awesome and people like that sounds cool but what problem (laughs) is what problem am i solving what yeah, what can it do for me? Yeah, what problem? Yeah. And what, what outcome transformation is it going to help me create? Mm. Right? So yeah, you, you could do tapping to help people set boundaries for their in-laws. You could do it to help them get um, promotions in their careers. You can help them increase their increase their finances by speaking up and going to job interviews and opportunities and these, these sort of things. There are many ways. Mm. The question is, what do you feel called to help? Who do you feel called to help? What do you feel called to help them with? And what do you feel called to help them create in their life as an outcome or transformation? And you can just put it in, put the, uh, you know, put, put what aligns with you most in those, in that sort of structure so that when you explain it, it makes sense to people. You could see when I was explaining this, it kind of follows a story. It kind of follows a character and what they're dealing with mm-hmm. and their problems and the, what they really do want and what's in the way and the vehicle of how to get them there. It follows a sort of story. So that's why our mind yeah. picks up on it as something that does make sense. Right? Mm-hmm. So if you do have fears along the way of, oh my God, it's too narrow and it's too specific. <laughs> um, that's cool. What you can also do is obviously heal what's coming up. But even more, even more strategically, you can put out an offer, you can put out a message, you can put out a, a call to action. It says, hey, I'm thinking about helping women develop a deeper relationship with, um, with their in-laws so they can feel this and experience this. Mm-hmm. Who would be interested? Or do you know someone who would be interested? And then you send personal messages to people who may be interested or people who are in the, um, you know, people who may know someone who would be interested and then see if the message aligns and see if there's a uh, see if there's some interest. And if there is, you get on some calls with people. And all of a sudden you have 8, 10, 12, 15 people who are interested in this, um, in this creating this outcome for themselves. And you might run a bit of a beta, a beta offer or a beta challenge where you have a, a, a short program for a, a lower investment but you you're gonna you're gonna run it in a way that's a small group that's aligned where they help them reach this outcome and then they give you testimonials case studies and feedback along the way you know so you can test out a message see if there's interest before you build any program or product so that your time so that your time is valuable you get paid up front and then you get to serve who you want to serve things like this are, are available so you don't have to go all in spend four, four years building a course and then realize no one wants it, but you can test certain messages. 
see who's mm -hmm. aligning with content, see who's aligning with this message. And if there is interest, awesome. If there's not, then you don't have to, but here's what's really cool by, by getting specific. If, if I was going to coach people around helping them build better relationships with their in-laws, do I now have a better understanding of where I can re do my market research? Do I now have an understanding of who would be a good fit and where they would be online, where they would hang out, what groups they would join? Do I now know what podcasts I should get on, who I can collaborate with, right? All of that now yeah. becomes super clear. It's now, oh, it's now super clear because I'm not vague within myself and all those things start to unravel. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's so much clarity. Like even thinking about it like that, it instantly frees up so much energy, which was like going everywhere before this. Mm -hmm. Cool. So how are you feeling? Uh, it'd be good if in the next few days you um, sit back with this. I'm happy to send you the, re the recording or you can just watch it on Facebook. Now that we're live on Facebook, but if mm -hmm. you go through that structure again, and really start to feel into it, think about it and say, okay, what, what can be more specific? What can be more tangible? Can you see how that will flow through with particular content you can create? Mm. Particular offers you can create for people. And then obviously, obviously focus on service of, of, um, of people who have this challenge. Mm. Think that'll help. Oh yeah. Massively. That helps massively. I guess, like you said, I still need to sit and, think through this if this particular niche feels in alignment with me or i want to do something else right now yeah. but um this having the structure i definitely i'm going to brainstorm a few things and see what resonates the most with me yeah. cool like i said it's just this is just an example like mm. and i'm not saying you have i'm not saying go out and coach people around with in who have troubles with in-laws i'm just i just use that yeah. as an example i just use that as an example mm. and a template that gives people an understanding of what a, a an effective message might look like but you can use that structure of sort of giving you a sort of a, a guideline and a template and then you can think about that template and think okay what aligns with me in my heart maybe i want to coach people in their career or within their relationships or their health or their finances or business or certain hobbies and their spiritual growth or whatever and you can just put that in the uh, in that certain um, framework. But what you're doing is you're you're building the muscles of marketing. You're building the muscles of creating an effective message and and being able to deliver a communication that makes sense. That's the muscle yeah. that you're building. So the more you do that, totally. So yeah. How does that feel? Love that. Oh, I love that. I honestly, I'm so like, thank you so much. This is um, this is great. It's really good. I did the niching exercise um, last year as well, which didn't really give me many answers, but I feel like having this structure has really helped me. And you giving an example has helped me understand how to narrow it down myself. So I'm really hopeful I can do it in the next few days now. Yeah, cool. So send me a message in the next couple of days. Um, mm. Let me know if you have any other questions, but I think that would be cool for you to start to get some ideas on the who, the problem, the outcome transformation, and then your vehicle. Mm. And then we can start yeah. to structure structure that together. Um, so you've got some plenty of things to work on, plenty of things to feel. Um, <laughs> yeah. Just before we leave, if people want to connect with you, if they want to find out more about you, if they want to build a relationship with you and support you on your journey, uh, what's the best way for them to find you, connect with you, contact you? What's the, what's the best way? 
Um, yes, yeah, so my website is literally my name, so it's parulsharma.com.au if they want to have a look at that, my work. Um, and the best place to connect with me is my Instagram, which is P-A-R-L Sharma underscore at the end. So I can drop that in um, under the comments mm -hmm. in this, um, I guess, in the live after. Um, yeah, and I'll also like, obviously I'll comment with my Facebook page. Beautiful. And I'll, um, yeah, I'll put all the links in the, anyone who's listening on the podcast or the YouTube channel, I'll, I'll put the links below so you can easily reach out to Parul. But if, um, but do you have any other, any other questions before we finish up? Anything that's on your mind, anything you want clarity around anything come up? Um, no, I think this is a food for thought for me for today. I have some really good takeaways that I'm walking away with. Really good stuff to my Sunday, so thank you. Cool. And um, if I have any questions, I guess I'll reach out to you in, in the group or on chat. Easy. You know where to find me. Just mess me on Facebook if you have any questions. Uh, if anyone's <laughs> listening out here and you want to do some of these calls and some of these sessions, I'm happy to do more of these and see where it goes. Um, so I'm more than happy to explore. If you do want to jump on, have a chat and have this as a... Uh, you know, just a, a, a bit of a business conversation, a business, business coaching. Um, Perul, thank you so much for your honesty, your openness. I know it's not easy to just jump on and, and have a chat about some business challenges and stuff like that, but it gives you all the, uh, all the confidence knowing that you are moving forward, putting yourself out there, being vulnerable, being courageous. And so hopefully this has offered some insight and some, uh, you know, and, and, helped you leave some hurdles but i just want to honor you for just that that courage and openness and hopefully this has uh helped many many people who are watching thanks Tyson. thank you for giving me this opportunity because i clearly gained a lot from this session um so i really appreciate that as well thank you my pleasure my pleasure thanks for listening to the awaken your business podcast if you're a heart-centered business owner you know that selling, marketing, and business strategy can bring up a lot of fear, doubt, and scarcity. And this is why I created the community on Facebook called The Serving Circle. It's in here where you get to grow your business as a byproduct of asking the question, how may I serve? It's on our weekly Zoom collaborative calls where you get to serve by meeting like-minded people and organizing collaborations, service exchanges, and partnerships. So together we can heighten consciousness through business success. So just search The Serving Circle in your Facebook groups and you'll see that you're just one heartfelt collaboration away from reaching your biggest business goal. Take care now.